Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you in the know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. another episode of stuff and things the podcast about everything and nothing at all girl girl i'm chewy Ooh, baby girl i'm ian and welcome to the show now we're not that smooth oh my god someone out there was like oh my god they what happened did they get a lot smoother overnight oh man so smooth so smooth oh man is is uh, is is this carlos santana and rob thomas from matchbox 20 because that's how damn smooth smooth this is. is it's a hot one um, hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome oh, to no, this. they ate Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald, my voice is like a perfect sphere. Anyway. Welcome to the show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hello, my everybody. It's Chewy here. Oh, wow. That, hey, I like what you did there. You rhymed it. You're learning on the in, improvising songs. I like from. how the way that I sang it, though, was like to the melody of like Burning for You by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I realized something about myself this week, um, which is whenever I hear the song Maniac, mm-hmm. I have to start doing the flash dance running in place. <laughs> you just have like to. my brain is like wired to do I'm like, oh, she's doing it. Yeah. It, I can't do the little like like thing, you know, where she like whips her head around and does that thing. Like I can't do that. But like she does that, but with her body too at the same time. It makes well, two things make that easier. One, having longer hair. Two, having a skinnier body that's conducive to whipping your body. So two things, 
Number one. Did you know what that song was originally written about? It was about uh, taking your top off when you dance. No. Or about being electrocuted when you dance. No. It's far more metal than that. It was originally about a serial killer. Oh, really? It was supposed to be, there's a maniac, maniac at your door. And they're like, hey, we really like your song, but can you make it about a girl who dances a lot? Oh, man. Yeah, all right. (laughs) And then they- we want the door- on the, on the, the floor. floor. But then again, that's the, where the origin of the floor came from, from all the current popular songs nowadays. Get out on the floor. The floor well, I'm came from sure. Flashdance. I don't know if that's the origin, but... I, I think we should do some sort of... We should, someone, make, we should make that lie true, is some, what you're saying right someone now. Someone who's good at like research, find the first mention in a song of the dance floor as the floor like in a song and and let's see that that would be interesting i'd like to know where the floor came from also like the club that that would be good yeah. the first mention of the floor and the club <laughs> okay thanks listeners um so before we get into the show uh, there's a couple things that we like to do on here uh, to let you know how you can reach out to us and that area of the show is called the business uh so in the business what we talk about is how you can reach out to us and it's really simple we've simplified it down to the simplest formula imaginable Get ready. It's the best way to contact us yet. And it's called stuffandthingsnetwork.com. You can go there, click on our show artwork, and be taken to a page where you can listen to the show right on the website. You can actually um, you can actually uh, subscribe to us right there, too. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all right there. Uh, you can also reach out to us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr right there. You can also reach out to us individually on uh, social media. Uh, for me, Ian, you can find me at, at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. And for me, Chewy, it's going to be at Chupacabra, C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. You can also uh, email us by hitting the uh, contact us on the front page, filling out the form, selecting our show, and sending us an email. We will read those here on the show. So all of that at Stuff and thingsnetwork.com so chewy our stocking is empty this week though we don't have any anything to read from yeah that's from that's people. true people hate us that's true um if you don't write to us we'll die i'm we just will. saying we will we'll, we'll die we're all gonna die eventually <laughs> eventually we'll all die um so chewy yes today was is a special week do you okay. know why today's a special week Ah, is today some sort of anniversary? No. Mm, okay. Um, because it's almost Christmas. You'd think that, but no. We're getting one gift early this week. Okay. That is the gift uh-huh. that we'll keep oh, on giving oh, for gift. years to come. Oh, December is no longer gift. the season of, of Christmas and Hanukkah and Ramadan. Christmas Hanukkah as we said last time. Yeah. It's no longer the season of that. It's also the season of the Force. Chewy. Oh, there it is. Star season Wars. The Force. This week. Um, so Star Wars. Uh, first of all, pretty big thing. First non-numbered Star Wars movies coming out tomorrow. We got tickets, you and I and Matt, to go see it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited. I've heard nothing but good things. Um, I'm I'm keeping my expectations low. Like I'm not trying to like be like, okay, it's going to be this in my brain. Like I really, I heard, I, I, Ian, I, I legitimately have no idea where it's going to go. Ian, I heard it's the greatest movie of all time. I don't know if that's it true. It is the greatest story ever told. I heard that if you don't get your hopes up and you don't talk about it and hype it up beforehand, and then afterwards you're like, oh my god, that was amazing. People are like, where have you been? poser so you should have committed to liking it before seeing it i thought i I feel like that's a thing now i feel like people have to people commit 
to like, I am going to like this movie or this album or this show before it even comes out. And then it's like, come on, dude. Really? I don't know. That's just me on my soapbox. So I thought because of Star Wars coming yeah. out, because I love Star Wars and you enjoy Star Wars like I, normal people do. I enjoy do. it very, very much so. Um, I thought we'd look at, I found a list. I'm not going to read all I, of them. I'm not going to lie. I do use a Wookiee translator on a regular basis. That's true. Chewy. I mean, it's pretty cool that I get to tell people, oh, my best friend's name is Chewy. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, are you Han Solo? Let me put your penis in my mouth right that now. That happens a lot, does it? No. Oh, but, okay. you know. I have. I, it's funny because I recorded Super Action Bros with 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 um with Ryan and Emily yeah. before I did this, and I turned all the lightsabers on in my room, and 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 Emily goes, "Wow, that's really cool." I'm like the first woman who's <laughs> ever said that about all my lightsabers hanging on the walls, um, and the only one probably. Um, so to be fair, I think she might be the only woman to have seen that. No, yeah, I think you so. didn't have all your lightsabers mounted on the wall no. yet. But yeah, it's so you have to test this theory. It's true. Um, so I have some. I found a list of thirty Star Wars facts we didn't know. I'm not going to read them all, okay. but I'm going to read some choice few ones. All that right, I think all are pretty right. Interesting. Yeah. Number one, we're starting yes. off with a bang. Okay. Chewy, did yes. you know this is from Mashable.com? By the way, so okay. if you guys want to look at the other ones, I'm not going to read that aren't. I, I think I found some ones that are more applicable to our show in here. That I, and it starts off with a bang. That's how I knew this yeah. was going to be a good list. Number one, did you know that Yoda was almost played by a monkey? <laughs> are you serious so according to this it says according to the book the making of star wars by jw Ridsler, george lucas originally planned for yoda to be played by an adorable monkey wearing a mask and carrying a cane <laughs> like they trained a monkey to do yoda things i guess it's what he wanted uh, yeah i just wanna i like a little monkey i like I monkeys <laughs> so uh can we can we just uh make that happen yeah <clears throat> God, I'm dying uh, of sickness this week. So forgive my grog. Again, because you're not writing us. So yep. Ian's di- Ian's first Please. on the chopping block. In the arms Cold podcasters everywhere providing free entertainment for you. Go unwritten too. <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently Yoda was almost played by a monkey. That would have been a very different movie. Can you oh, imagine man. that oh, shit? Oh man, that would have been great. Would have been a lot more funny. There, the Benny Hill or, theme would have had to have been played at least once. While but like, around. John Williams would have had to like put his spin on it. Yeah, like I don't know. I couldn't even imagine what that would sound like. But I feel like I feel like there's a joke there. <laughs> so imagine the joke yourselves. <laughs> Another one that's on here. Um, Return of the Jedi almost had a very different ending. Okay. In a story development session for Return of the Jedi, this sounds like a George Lucas idea too, and it's so dumb. But it's it's also kind of like it, it's it's only dumb because of the line that is written in here. If okay. it was a different line, it might work and be kind of badass. Mm-hmm. In, an, in, a, in a story development session for Return of the Jedi, George Lucas toyed with the idea that after Luke removes dying Vader's helmet, yeah, that he puts it on, proclaims. Now I am Vader and turns to the darks. <laughs> that's it's it's not the like that sounds kind of badass. Like now in, in, I am the one who is the Vader. It's the fucking line. Now I am Vader. And he just it's him normal just walking around with the helmet. <laughs> just on. the helmet. I'm playing dress up with my dad's clothes. <laughs> By the way, oh, you guys don't know hat. that. You guys don't know that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Star Wars, what the fuck have you been doing with your life? If you don't know I honestly that have a trouble trusting people who haven't seen star Wars mm-hmm. like legitimately. Like when someone's like, like I'll tell you truthfully, there was this girl that I was talking to a long time ago. Yeah. 
on like a dating app or whatever. She's really cute. Yeah. Really not like I, I was like, oh my God, this girl's like way above like mm. my league of mm-hmm. what I could get. Super adorable, super cute. And she had like a and for, to be honest, she had a really cushy job. Like she was like yeah. would have been a sugar mama for sure. Oh nice. And I remember being like this when the Force Awakens like first teaser yeah, came yeah. out. I was like, holy shit, did you see that Star Wars trailer? Oh my God, it looks fucking incredible. I went like a paragraph mm-hmm. typing yeah. to her about it. And she goes Oh, I'm not really into Star Wars. Okay. I never texted her back again. <laughs> well, I mean, not being into Star Wars I'm, is different than doesn't matter. never having I'm seen Star Wars. I'm not into Star Wars. Who the fuck doesn't like Star Wars? It, I feel not, like I'm Chris Rocky. Who the fuck doesn't <laughs> like Star no, Wars? But, but I think there's a difference between liking something or not liking it and being into something. Someone could be like, like you and I, you and I encountered. This I don't all remember the time. her exact fr- phrasing, but it was almost like the way she said it was like, "I don't really care about Star Wars." Here's let me let me put it this so way. So that's it. I'm I'm done. Ian, let me put it this way. You and I encounter this all the time, where we'd be like, "Oh yeah, soccer this and soccer that and like whatever, whatever." And people are like, "Yeah, I'm not really into soccer." And then we're like, "Oh, do, do you not?" And they're like, "No, no. I mean, like it's fine, and like if it's on, like whatever. But you know, I don't follow it. I don't." you know, have a team or anything. So yeah, I'm not really into it. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Ian, I am with you that anyone that I'm with has to be at least in some way into star Wars. However, you can't trust. I feel like I can't trust somebody who's just like, Oh no. And I was like, Oh, you just like, not really your thing. And I'm, this is what I also remember. I didn't text, not text her back. And I were like, Oh, is it just, you just not really crazy about you? He goes, no, I've never really like, you know, seen him or cared. Like, how old is she? She was older than us. Really? She had no excuse. Oh, man. She was, I think this is when I was like 26 and she was like 31. Yeah. She has no she's, excuse. She's gone. She's gone. She's a lost cause. Well, I was going to say like you've like, you know, people that like aren't into the Beatles. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah. But I feel like you respect the Beatles. Yeah. But that's the thing. You might be like, it could be like. But okay, I, I like, first of all, I'm I know not, a lot of first people of all, love Star Wars. First of all, the Beatles are a little different for me. The Beatles, if I'm going to date somebody, they have to like be able to listen to and enjoy the music of the Beatles. But if I'm going to be friends with somebody, you know, they don't have to love the Beatles. They can. Here's the thing: you've expressed to me interest multiple times mm-hmm. to learn more about the Beatles, and I have been a bad Beatles fan by by not letting you do that. You have it, multiple it's times own, been like, "It's your fault." It is my fault. Um. So, but anyway. <laughs> So, Ringo's life is in so your Luke hands. Walk, Luke walking around the Death Star playing, playing Papa. <laughs> I'm wearing daddy shoes now. <laughs> I'm wearing daddy's special mask. Daddy's daddy special can't, mask. Daddy can't breathe now. Oh, man. His mom walks in. <gasps> daddy, what's he, what's daddy's he? mask has a little piano inside. That's what, what? I always thought. I was kid. I was like, what's with that little piano or that harmonica <laughs> in his mask? Is that for him to make music with? So he go. It's like a little, <laughs> little kazoo. She walks in. She leans over to Vader. What's he doing? mask aren't you dead <laughs> didn't you die well you're dead too. of a broken heart now we're to oh oh yeah if he was dead if he was dead he'd be like i hate i'm glad i'm dead i don't touch sand it's so coarse and rough gets everywhere i'm acting <laughs> hey speaking of attack of the clones i have another fun fact did you know that InSync nearly had a cameo in attack of the clones really now here's the thing i would imagine okay. InSync. it probably cantina wouldn't, band 
It would no. Oh no. Yeah, oh, something like that. that they would have been, been performing, and yeah. it would have been like them oh, going wow. do like bam, bam. Probably it yeah. wouldn't be like they were in the background or they were Jedi. So no, yeah. they'd be fucking performing my, in a movie that's already bad. My guess is it would have been like in the Fifth Element. Uh, where they're like on the ship, uh, and then like you know you have like the the singer, right? Um, what's what's her face? The alien lady. Uh, uh which one? The one that was singing. There's a. You're gonna have to be more specific. The the one on the ship that was singing that like gets like shot or something. Oh, you're talking That's about the fifth one. element. I thought yeah. you're talking about Star Wars. No, oh no, I no. Said the fifth. Her element. name is the diva. By I, the way, That's I said the, char- the fifth. That's the character's element. name is the diva. I said it. Hold on, they linked. They linked to. A, I was looking at a Wikipedia article. They had more information about their cameo. I was looking. I'm going to look for it. Hold on. They had more information. Nah, I can't find it. this article's too long. Let's. Just, I, I prefer it better when it's just in sync performing in yeah. Star Wars, but singing some gibberish bullshit made up Star Wars language that no one asked for. Um, okay, so. Um, sorry, I lost the list. Um, so yes, so the diva in the Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. What about her? I'm you sorry. were not paying attention. I was looking for the InSync information. It had a link. You had to. You, I had to know. There was a I link had to, know to the InSync. Un, it was a. It was a link right here, and it says they made a cameo with a blue link to to tell me more. And I was so interested that I did miss what you were saying. Hey, I'm up here, buddy. I guess I'll have to go back and listen to it. Now, I'm up here. Audience, no, that's I was, for you. I was saying um, that I imagine it would have been similar to like the diva, uh-huh. uh, where like. They they would go over like when, when they're talking like oh let's let's talk about politics and stuff again and then it would just be like oh the special performance that we're having tonight and then like I don't know like fucking ninjas space ninjas would come in and kill them <laughs> or something like that ninjas. yeah space ninjas some sort of like some no the <laughs> the battle droids I like one of my I'm I'm not Count lie. Dooku <laughs> and you know this about me Ian. yes one of my favorite things to do um if I'm fairly knowledgeable about something that people are very passionate about is to make really half-assed references and pretend like I don't know shit about it, but think that I know shit about it and just piss people off. I remember still when you were taking me to like comic book stores in the beginning and I was like, Oh, what's a, um, I was like, Oh man, I hope that, Oh man, that's a cool one. What's that guy? A death rider. Like instead of Ghost Rider, and you like, I, I would like say it loud, and then you would like, be like, shut up. They're all looking at <laughs> you. I'm fucking looking over here. Don't be a jackass. Um. So, um. <laughs> so one. So an- another fun fact. I have another one. This one's even better. Mm. It's even better. From episode one. This is episode one fact. So, the character of Qui Gon Jinn, played by um, what God? Why can't I think? Of, oh my God! I'm fucking fucking blanking right now. Ian McKellen. No. No. You e- e- and McKellen? That's you and McGregor and I'm Ian sorry. McKellen. <laughs> no, Liam fucked. Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. They so, fucked and they had a You <laughs> and McKellen. Good lord. Uh. Um so uh Qui-Gon Jinn used a Gillette razor for his communicator. That was like the, the prop. They used a, a Gillette razor. Really? Yeah. In episode one, the personal communicator used by Qui-Gon Jinn is actually made from a resin cast. Wait, that was the one that was used. Yeah. So the one that he used, uh, like being like, I'm a communicator. Yeah. He, it's actually a resin cast of a Gillette Ladies Sensor Excel razor. Hey man, shaving technology is futuristic. Gotten, well, is it futuristic or is it ancient? Because it's a galaxy far, it's it's long a long time ago. <laughs> it's true. Um, 
I, I, I do agree that a lot of shavers I've seen do look pretty fucking futuristic, but I don't know, like some about like that being the star Wars communicator, yeah. like the fact that they're just like, Oh, uh, like I know that star Wars in the past, like the lightsaber, like the, like the Luke's lightsaber yeah. that's made out of a, out of a, um, a flash bulb. Mm-hmm. Did you know that it's made out of like a flat? They they altered like what what like a thing that holds it's like a graphlex thing is what's okay. called, and it holds like flash bulbs and lighting and mm-hmm. stuff for vit for, for for movies. And so when they're like make a lightsaber, we don't know what one looks like. Make it. Yeah. They're like well, this looks kind of cool. It's like a little handle. It's got yeah. like we'll just add some extra shit to it and and alter it. And that's essentially what it's a graphlex handle. But like for fucking like George, what do we do for this communicator? Um, my wife, uh, my wife, uh, this, this razor, uh, razor. <laughs> I have to go pick up <laughs> one of these from the store. <laughs> Uh, that's it. I like to imagine any time that something half-assed like yeah. that happens, just George going, "Uh, this, I guess. I guess it's fine. It's, it's good enough." Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, um, speaking of George uh, being the director, he's only the director. You know, he's only directed, at least, except for the prequels, mm-hmm. out of the original trilogy. He only directed Star Wars, the or otherwise known as A New Hope. Now, oh, okay. that's the only one he's directed, and you can tell mm-hmm. because the acting in other movies gets better. Uh. Um, <laughs> he's not a very good director. He's a great visionary guy, great producer. Not a great director. Um, did you know? And this is going to be fun, mostly for us. If you're a film nerd, you'll appreciate this. But Chew, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna go off have fucking field day on this one. I'm planning somebody my feet right now. Somebody passed on directing Return of the Jedi. Think of a director that's super artsy that you think would never direct a Star Wars movie. Tim Burton. No weirder. David Lynch. David Lynch. Ah! <laughs> passed on directing. Oh my god! What a fucking weird movie that would have been. Can you imagine oh. David Lynch's Star Wars? Oh Holy my god! Shit! They just sit around eating pie and, <laughs> and once in a while, like, drinking Luke, blue Luke milk passes out and goes into the forest, and it's all this is weird, just fucking weird visual imagery. Yeah. Uh yeah. I just I thought that when oh, speaking of which, by the way, I am this close. I am a fucking hop, skip, and a jump from being done with the secret history of oh, Twin yeah. Peaks. And there have been multiple times in my car where I've screamed at the radio. I've been like, because I listen to the audiobook, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that thing. Oh man, I gotta. It's it, it gets weird. There's it's, it's it's a it's a weird book, but like, what do I have to like? Because I haven't watched the movie, the Twin Peaks. It movie. doesn't matter. It's just only referencing the series, the show. Okay, and even then, it's very loosely, and okay. it kind of, and it also kind of resummarizes things that we know in the series that yeah. happened. Um, and they talk a little bit about how other characters met, and okay. um, but a lot of it is like. It starts off real weird, man. It's like about like Native American folklore, and then they talk about UFOs, and it, it goes all over. Oh, the fuck. Awesome. It goes all over the fucking map. It's a weird, and I'm still trying to put it together in yeah. my head. Um, I like the audiobook version because it's like, it, it, is I, it read by David Lynch? No, it's read by like a multitude <laughs> of different people. So it's almost like listening to a radio play. Oh, okay, cool. Because essentially, what what the book is is it's they found at this. I don't know if it's a crime scene. Or they found like a a thing by this guy called the archivist, who basically went through the history of Twin Peaks and the town and all different sorts of stuff and like put together a dossier and you're following along like you're reading the actual dossier but yeah. the, the FBI agent who's like reviewing it is leaving her notes on mm-hmm. the side. So you get like her kind of commentary and it's sometimes too it's helpful because she kind of connects stuff together or like stuff that's not written in there but happens in the show like oh well, we know this because of this and this and this. Yeah. Like I at first was going to rewatch <clears throat> Twin Peaks because I was like, I want to make sure I'm ready for yeah. the new season. But <clears throat> honestly, after this, I'm like, I may not have to. I probably still could and probably would still enjoy it. But like, I may not have to. Yeah. But they, they, <clears throat> if you're paying close attention and you remember some things, you'll realize there's a lot of origins of things <laughs> in here that we didn't, we didn't know or, or, or think about. 
Um, give it a listen. It's pretty good, man. But yeah, but David Lynch's David Star Wars, Lynch's holy Star shit, Wars would have been. Uh, Vader, he's a he's he's really scary. He puts on <clears throat> Vader's helmet and says, "Now I am Vader." <laughs> um, and then, <clears throat> and the then Ewoks. He, oh man, all the Ewoks would talk backwards. Another fun fact in here: Did you know that in Return of the Jedi, this one wasn't as funny, <laughs> but I, but since you mentioned Ewoks, they never call them <clears throat> Ewoks. Really, they never use <clears throat> the for the term Ewok ever in Return of the Jedi. Interesting. They don't be like, oh, look, the Ewoks. They're just like, what are they? the hell these goddamn bears? <laughs> they just are like, what the fuck are these they're guys? They're like alien. Well, because it's a thing. It's like, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe they just weren't, weren't speciesists. I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to say racist because technically it's a race, but it's also a species because they're little bears. <laughs> they're little bear people. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I did not know that. Um, n- another fun fact. Darth Vader is banned from all official Star Wars events. What do you mean? David Prowse, <laughs> the actor who portrayed Darth Vader in uh-huh. form, not voice, yeah. is banned from attending official Star Wars convention <laughs> because, what do you think, because? Um, he... What could be the reason that he would be banned from a convention? He doesn't sound like Darth Vader. He doesn't. <clears throat> but, like, what's what do, you, what do you really think? Like, I mean, they, they have the guy... He's a bad guy. They have the, well, then they have the guy who plays Boba Fett shows up, showed up all the time. <clears throat> Hmm. Guy who plays C three PO shows up all the time. Um, he so why would they ban an original cast member of Star Wars? He screwed over someone. Nope. George Lucas <laughs> finds him annoying. Are you serious? Oh I don't God. like being around him, so he's not allowed anymore. It's kind of scary. <laughs> he's he's just annoying. He just talks so much. Talks so much, and I didn't like his voice, and that's why that's why we we didn't use his voice. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Holy shit. Um, I'm sorry. Some of these I'm just reading for the first time, but they're super good. Um, what the fuck? Okay. So one of the things, one of the things that Star Wars is known for is it sound effects, right? Yeah. So we have, you know, we have the lightsaber hum, which is actually the hum from like a TV. We have the Chewbacca, which is like a bunch of animals mixed together. But this one I've never heard before. The sound of a TIE fighter engine. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually an elephant. Really? The sound of a TIE fighter engine was created by combining an elephant bellow and a car driving on wet pavement. Interesting. That's crazy. I, I love weird shit like that. I this. always thought it was like, <clears throat> like a, a it, slowed down, like stretched out, like dog bark or and, something. And they like that. had to go through like a, sa- a bunch of sounds yeah. to make these and <clears throat> mix them together. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, here's what I wonder. What I wonder is like how they came to the conclusion when they heard. An elephant, and like, ooh, yeah, that mixed with some car and a wet pavement, that's that's going to be it. That's yeah. going to be it. Uh, I mean, Foley artists are fucking amazing, dude. I, that's such a fun job, especially in a movie like that, yeah. because you have to like create all these sounds from nothing. So yeah. you have to like, okay, what does a lightsaber sound like? I've never heard it before. Well, we've discussed it on the show. Voom. 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 Yeah. So this is, I think this is, um, I think this is going to be the last one because all the rest of them are kind of normal stuff. But this this was pretty fucking weird. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Do you ever think your love of Star Wars could make you money? Could make me money. Yeah. Like you could, you could actually exchange it for more money or for goods and services. What do you mean exchange it? Like, well, you can use Star Wars collectible coins as real money. Mm-hmm. The tiny South Pacific island of Ni- I'm not just going to say this right N-I-U-E Niu 
uh, mm-hmm. accepts limited edition Star Wars collectible coins as oh, legal shit. tender. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what. It, according to this, I'm gonna I'm gonna click on the, the on the LA Times article that links to it. Yeah, tiny South Pacific island to accept Star Wars coins as real money. This was from uh, August 2011. So it was a few years oh, old. Man, let me see if it lists um, coins with a two dollar fa- value a uh, face value in New Zealand dollars that converts to about a hundred dollar one dollar and sixty cents in the U.S. will be made uh, made of one ounce of pure silver to be sold in sets of four, specifically designed case shapes like Darth Vader's head or the Millennium Falcon. Uh, each retails for four hundred and sixty nine dollars. Individual coins plated in silver will be sold for twenty three fifty. Okay. So, let me see. Do, 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 do. Does it say how much the exchange rate is? No, it does not. But you can <laughs> use your love of Star Wars as real coin money. That's awesome, dude. I wish I could do that. I mean, like you could. It's just the exchange rate wouldn't probably be that great unless you had something amazing. I, I really want, <clears throat> now I want to see a version of Star Wars with a monkey. Darth Vader, Luke walking around Darth Vader's helmet, directed by David Lynch. That would be the ultimate fucking Star Wars movie. That would be one where I'm like, all right, Disney is fucking oh, off the man. rails with this. <laughs> you think George is just like screaming? No! <laughs> apparently, by the way, he saw the new movie and he really liked it. He didn't like episode seven, apparently. He was really, really mad about it. He uh, Did you not hear his quote? George Lucas' exact no, quote, no. quote was, selling Star Wars to Disney was like selling your children to white slavers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, you know, when those people were sold, you know, and because their family got $4 billion, right? For, yeah. you know, selling their children. <laughs> it de- oh, wait. That definitely didn't were happen. not. They definitely were not taken by force. No. That is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, zing. Um, but yeah, he did say he enjoyed uh, Rogue One. He said that- he really liked it. It got his approval. Troubles me a little bit. Okay. Because, I mean, I really enjoyed episode seven. <coughs> yeah. Immensely. Mm-hmm. And so did a lot of people. Yeah. And he hated it. Well, I think he hated it more so on the principle that he gave them story ideas and they chose to reject and use none of them. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, if he really likes Rogue One, then it's like... Well, he, but doesn't but him liking a movie doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. I'm sure he liked the Indiana Jones movies, not the new one. I mean, he probably did like that, but he liked <clears> the original Raiders. Probably, I think he's just like I think he's just like it doesn't fuck with my canon. It just adds more to it, so I'm okay with it. Versus, you are taking the things that I made and creating something entirely new. You're putting a story in the middle of some of my movies, but you're not being like. And guess what? Luke didn't have a dick. Yeah, oh, Luke man. was a secret girl the Tur- whole time. Turns out Luke was secret girl, and he was <laughs> he was in a secret and world. And it could be too. You know, maybe after some time had passed, he realized like he had let Star Wars go, and like maybe at first he was a little <laughs> apprehensive about it. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's like if you and I were to be like, all right, we're done doing stuff in things podcast. We no. want it to go on to the next generation. And we hire or we give it to some to everybody can make their own stuff in things podcast. And this one gets really popular and it's super awesome. We sell it to like these guys who make it really awesome. Yeah. And it's never as good as what we made. It's good. Like everyone likes what we've made. But this one just like takes all the best parts of what we made and yeah. like condenses it into a perfect formula. Yeah. And it's and it's 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 beloved by the masses, but I mean, does repeat itself a little bit. But but everyone doesn't care because yeah. some of the stuff in these podcasts we made later on were garbage. Yeah. So it just like boils it back to what people originally love. There's like Stan Lee in there yeah. all the time. There's 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 ghosts. There's all that shit. It never evolves or anything. <laughs> Just and actual, honest to god, ghosts, and on they the and show. they just do the things that we did that were initially popular, and everyone fucking loves it. And then we get mad because they're like, "Well, we, you know, we what? Come on, we tried." 
Like, no, you fucking gave it away and these guys did a good job and you're bummed that you didn't get to do the good job. That's I like what to imagine be. that George Lucas at one point was just sitting there like having some coffee in the morning and then like months down the road. And then he's just like, <laughs> might have gone too far with that white slavers comment. <laughs> I like to imagine <laughs> just like by to, himself. I like to imagine a few months earlier he had a, that same thing. He's like, I'm glad I sold Star Wars. But then he'd like a few weeks later, he's like, what have I done? I sold all of Lucasfilm. Why did I do it? <laughs> Why did... I mean, like, he's still... I don't want to say empower, but I mean, like, he he's still, like, part of Lucasfilm, you know? He still gets... Although, I, from what I understand, he's not in any way involved with the next Indiana Jones movie. Like I said, I think George Lucas is a better idea man. I think that when you give him too much power... Yeah. I think I think he's one of those people who is a very good blue sky thinker, for lack of a better word. Do you know what blue sky thinker is? No. Blue sky thinker is like you think, think about of blue any blue skies. <laughs> no. Blue sky oh. thinker is think of anything. Think of something creative. Okay. So it's like if you were to tell me like let's if you were a blue sky thinker, you'd say like, I really want to see a story set in uh, set in the medieval in in the Middle Ages. That is. I want to see a that story that has cybernetic robots in it. I want to see a story set during the Crusades, but the lead knight, the lead, the lead like knight templar is a gorilla. Okay, so see, like that's the thing, and then I could say, like, okay, and like you know, what would be really also pretty cool is like, what if he, what if the the knights templar were fighting against a bunch of apes, and he is like the ape that turn. Like there are people who then take that and mm-hmm. roll with it, mm-hmm. but. It's almost like if you, he's not a person that can think a whole story, he thinks yeah. of a cool idea, and then all these other people add things to that idea and make and make that idea That's why a big I can thing. Never write comic books because I'm George Lucas. No, because because the other people also can't write comic books because they also need an idea to then build off of. Yeah, he's good at creating this fa- a foundational idea that then can be built on and 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 shared with other people. Like when you tell me, okay, Indiana Jones, it's an it's he's a he's a, he's a adventurer he goes on all these different quests looking for different things um and he is also a high school or not high school is a college professor and he's but but he's you know does this and this and this and yeah. takes place during this like if you give me that rough details i could be like okay great so there's one where he finds you know this or he goes after this or he yeah. does this thing but when you give him ultimate power of like and then he's gonna go after aliens and a crystal skull and it's gonna it's gonna have a little boy swinging from the trees as a monkey it's like okay george well calm down oh, all right george. like it, it's Oh no, George! And you can see as much as I love going off the rails. As much as I love a New Hope, you can absolutely start to see the cracks in that movie after a while. Like when you really watch, you're like Carrie Fisher's got a British accent for half of it, and then it magically disappears. Just disappears. My favorite thing is watching when they did test footage. I think it's why I'm never going to get rid of my Star Wars DVDs. Where they do test footage of 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 Alderaan blowing up, of them like reacting to it. Yeah, and it's literally just a tennis ball on a stick, and they just have one a a guy in a British because it's filmed in England. Yeah, it's like all right, and it's like you may fire when ready, and then it's quiet, and you just hear a guy go in the background, bang. <laughs> in a British accent, it's great. And I have to go like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you killed my homeworld!" Oh, my tennis ball. All because of bang. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. It's about that loud too. Yeah. It's super fucking funny because I, I, if it would be, I'd, I'd break. I'd be a terrible actor. Yeah. I'd be like that is the fucking most hilarious shit I've ever seen in my life. Bang, <laughs> bang! It's dead. <laughs> the world is dead. It's no more. <laughs> All your friends gone. Your family react to it. React. You want me to do it again? Emote. Bang! <laughs> I shot at the. They shot at the dust. 
Uh, please don't add extra things. We just need the one bank. <laughs> Do you know what George Lucas is? By the way, this isn't a fun, this is a fun fact. I know. Do uh, you know what George Lucas's feedback for actors on the original movie was? It was two things he would always say. Uh, act better? It, <laughs> no, he's not Phil Spector. He didn't point a gun at them. It's act better, bitch. No, he, no, he see, pointed a lightsaber. At no, he, he would say, he would say faster and uh-huh. more intense. Faster, more intense. And when you when you think that in your head and you watch some of yeah. the performances, you're like, yes. Yeah. There faster you go. and more intense. Yep. That makes <laughs> That's sense. That's all of the first Star Wars movies. That makes sense. Faster and more intense. It's true. All right. But I want to go to Tosh Station to pick up some power converters. That's the line that made me realize that yeah. faster and more intense. Faster. More, more intense. intense. I want some of that blue milk. Why can't Star Wars just get on the ball and like partner with a milk company and release some blue milk already? I want blue milk. Dude, I I feel like it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Or why not? Look, simple. Star Wars cereal that turns your milk blue. Boom. Done. Why has that not been done yet? Fucking, Disney, call fuck, us. Fucking blue sky thinker right That's here. That's right. The next blue George milk thinker Lucas. right yeah, here. Yeah, blue milk thinker <laughs> right there. Um, uh, but yeah, those are the facts about Star Wars. So yes, uh, not that I am a corporate show, but I'm going to go see Rogue One. Chewie and I are actually seeing it. Uh, by the time you've heard this, we've seen it already, but yeah. when we're recording this, we have not. I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm really hoping for, for something good. I'm excited. So. I, I also am hoping for something good. I spent money on that ticket, That's and true. I would like to. I bought it without Chewy. I bought Chewy a ticket without his consent. <laughs> I'd like to get a return on like, investment. I was like, Chewy, I was like, Rogue One tickets are out. You want one? I was busy. I was waiting 20 minutes. I had to wait 20 minutes online to get one uh, anyway. And 20 minutes went by, and I finally got to it. And I was like, fuck it. I just I bought three. I bought one for you, one for I you. Honestly, one for I honestly don't like, think done. it was 20 minutes. It was. I remember watching my phone go 20 minutes. You're, you'll be available to purchase tickets in 20 minutes. Because I remember when we bought ones for episode seven last year, the web, the Fandango website crashed. This time they did like a waiting room scenario where they were smart. Really? Yeah. And so they're like, you'll be able to buy tickets in 20 minutes. Then it was like 15 minutes. Then it was back to 20 minutes again. It was like jumping around all over the place. But I remember just going, fuck it. I already bought them for you. If you don't want to see the movie, that's fine. We'll see it. You can see it another time. But you're like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. I was like, yeah, sweet. Okay. You know me. I was like, holy shit, Star Wars! <laughs> um, so yeah, go, go see Rogue One. Send us your review. Let you know. We'll let you know what we thought next time. Um, but uh, yeah, send us your review. So anyway, back to the real reason for the season. Jesus, Lord and Savior Christ. Oh, oh Chris okay. Christ. Oh wait, you did the Chris, Chris Christ. Christ. Oh man, that's like a. <laughs> it's like a Chris. It's like a, it's like a nineties rap like Jesus Chris, theme. Chris Christ. Chris Christ. Yo, I'm all about the Lord. <laughs> I feel his love within me. Wherever I go, he goes with me. Did he just rhyme B with me? Yeah, he says. It doesn't matter because it's the Lord. (laughs) The lamb's got you ever so delicately. (laughs) I feel the love of the lamb. On Fridays, I don't eat eat beef, chicken, or ham. (laughs) Oh, he's Catholic. Oh. Interesting. One of those. Oh, he only eats fish on Fridays. By Uh, the way, do you know that's why filet of fish is on Fridays? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know they need to get that crowd in, the, the, yeah. the God loving crowd, fish fry, <laughs> the God loving crowd, the God GLC. Crowd. Yeah, it's a, it's it's like the difference. It's it's different than God fearing crowd. Correct, correct. Um, so yes, the, the holidays <clears throat> are soon coming upon us. Yes. Our, our second favorite time of the year, our first favorite, of course, being Halloween because we can talk about spooky shit. But our second favorite time of the year is Christmas. Yeah. So last time we talked about like, hey, uh, like. Let's talk about, you know, get sex, baby. Oh, yeah, that's what we did. 
We talked about like, you know, like, oh man, you know, white elephant gift exchanges. And I think we talked about like gifts in some way or something like that. Like the best type. Anyway. Um, so Ian, we, we were talking with someone today and they pointed something out and I thought it was pretty amusing. Uh, and that's the idea of Santa. Yeah. You know, like Santa being essentially a reverse burglar. Yeah. He's got a reverse burglar. He comes into your house and uh, I believe, by the way, I'm going to just tell everybody who pointed that out to us. Who was it? The, I, fine, the fine folks at the Denny's Twitter account. Oh, really? Yeah. They oh, had a shit. tweet that was like. I just heard someone in the office say it and then I was like. <laughs> the fine <laughs> folks true. at the Denny's. I'll try to find the tweet real quick. But uh, yeah, Santa is a reverse burglar. You're leaving snacks for a reverse burglar. Yeah. He breaks into your house and leaves stuff there. <laughs> he leaves stuff there. And he's kind of almost like a tenant. Like he just break. I mean, I guess it's your stuff, yeah. but it's like a, like a male, like a, like a, a bad mailman who just yeah. goes one step too far. <laughs> he's just like, all right, I'm sure they would want it inside their house. So I'm just going to go ahead and open the door and yeah, doors unlocked. I'll just come on in. Oh shit. There's some snacks. I guess I'll have some snacks. You know, I mean, it's very considerate of, of, of them. I was, you know, delivering mail. I'm hungry. I found it. Holiday traditions are flipping weird. Tree inside, heating giant socks, leaving a snack for the reverse burglar. <laughs> the reverse burglar. Um, but yeah, dude, like that's that's what he does. That's what he is. And like, <laughs> it's Thirsty Thursday. <clears throat> Don't text your ex. Drink a glass of milk. It's good for your bones. <laughs> I fucking love the Daddy's Twitter account. Also, another popular one from today was uh, 12 days of Christmas sounds expensive unless you buy a carton of eggs and give one away each day. Hey, that's a good wisdom. That's a good wisdom. Um, <clears throat> was it you that pointed out, too, that like he's kind of pirate-like? So I was thinking to myself, like, yeah. wouldn't, as we're talking about Blue Sky Ideas, yeah. I was like, burglar. I was like, like what if Santa was a... Like, we're t- I don't know how we got on the topic of pirates, but I was like, what if Santa was a pirate? <laughs> And like he's not fat or yeah. jolly, he's just like a bat. I mean, he he still gives, he steals toys from, he steals stuff from other ships. Like he pillages and loots, and I didn't say it, but he rapes. Santa, yeah. this Santa rapes. Santa's he, hardcore. He does. He's a hardcore. He's not a Disney pirate. He's a hardcore real pirate. No, like he's he, he's not a good man. But the way he 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 gives back <clears throat> is by giving toys to the less fortunate, to the children who need them. I, I call him Whitebeard. <laughs> Whitebeard the pirate. <laughs> Whitebeard. Yeah. Arr. <laughs> Oh, he's well known for slaying, all right, and oh, slay yeah. he will. Oh, That's yeah. why they call his ship. It's called the Slay, yeah. but it's not spelled Slay. It's spelled yeah. S-L-A-Y. Yeah. By the way, copyright Chewy and Ian, by the way. Oh, this God. is my idea for a comic That's book. That's yours. I don't even know why. I'm glad that I'm in on that copyright. The front of it is a is a, is a deer, a majestic deer. is yeah. like the helm like the of the ship. Yep. And it's got the Instead red of nose. a woman. <laughs> no, you know what? It's the body of a woman with a deer head. <laughs> with a deer head with a Rudolph deer Fuck head. it. Why not? Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be Yeah, great. I want Santa Pirate. Santa Pirate sounds like a badass. Oh, man. Captain Whitebeard. That'd be so good. Yeah. And then, like, he, he already has a crew. They're elves. You know, so they're there. So his crew... Are, are little people yeah and the reason is because there are there are uh, he finds them because there's a lot of that are he could fit more of them on the ship that way a b he also th- knows that no other ships will accept them yeah so he has openly accepted them and they are come di- one come they all. are dyingly loyal to him yeah like they built the ship for him that's how good they are Yep. He lost his last ship and he was growing a beard. Oh my God, that's a great story. We should write this. Oh man. Um, he lost his last ship and he's growing oh, a beard. Shit. Yeah. You know, and he, that's when that's when Hold he was, on, he was his name is Chris Kringle. He is Christopher Kringle. What if Christopher Kringle AKA is Whitebeard his pirate. new identity 
for his new life because he lost his old ship. You know what his old ship was? The Ark. Oh, shit. He's Noah? He's Noah. <laughs> so he and he turned- lost the Ark, and he lost everyone. Like, everyone died. All the animals, all you know, all the animals that no longer exist, they all died. See, you know? okay, and, I'm, and I'm, then, gonna, I'm gonna stop you. I think that this would not be a good thing for Santa, but this would be an incredible villain for him to fight in some issues. Oh man, a, a Noah. Well, I was gonna is, say he, he's like, he's like, I have to. He's like, I, I can't be Noah anymore. Noah failed. I have to start a new Christopher Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes up with that name, and then, uh, uh, I mean, man. it could, it could be a villain though. Noah. I like the idea that it's like a villain and that his the ark sank in the water and yeah. that it didn't in the in this world God doesn't exist. Oh. He's just a crazy man. Wait, what if what if he was on the ark with Noah and then like you know You're like dead set about having Noah and Santa know each other, aren't well, you? I'm just saying, and then it would be like, you know, it's like Moriarty to his you I know, like the Sherlock idea Holmes. Well no, that his Moriarty, there has to be another guy who's like I mean, it naturally, be, it'd be Krampus, I no, guess. Well, no. no, Krampus. Oh my God, that's his. Uh, that's his first mate. <laughs> I I had a better idea. For oh, okay. Um, so Krampus. So here's here's my yeah. idea. Okay. Here's my idea. Santa is um, his his arch nemesis is Jack Frost, who's okay. another pirate, mm-hmm. ice right. themed ice pirate. Of okay. Some sort. The Pi- pirate of the, the kraken Arctic in circle. this world oh, is man. the Krampus. Oh, he's a giant shit. demon that comes from the depths. Oh my god! And he's huge. He's like he's like the the kraken of yeah. like the the not like the not like the, the squid kraken. Yeah, yeah. He's like a fucking sea monster. He's a giant sea monster. Oh man! Yeah, that'd be fucking. And awesome. he has and, and and Jack Frost has men made of snow. They're not like snowmen like yeah. we know them, but they do. They're the helmets that they have are are magical. Yeah, and they're like they're like Spanish conquistador helmets. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's yeah, and, and so so they come to life. Oh, because they were oh shit. Okay, because they were cursed by the ink by, by like the by the by like the Mayans. Yeah. So he found these these helmets that like basically are cursed. Their souls of these men are oh trapped in their and helmets. Then he gives them bodies, and he them. gives them bodies of snow, and they come oh, back to shit. life, and they're his loyal servants. Holy shit, this is great. Bodies of snow and ice of bones. This is the best Christmas comic ever. Um, okay. So we, we have Snowman, we have Jack Frost, we have Santa. Uh, we need to figure out how to get Mrs. Claus in there at some point. She will. I mean, uh, she's... Maybe, okay, maybe, to... maybe this... Okay, maybe this Santa doesn't rape. Maybe let's dial it back. Maybe he doesn't uh, rape. I mean, I... I, think, I mean, he does bad things, but maybe maybe we don't take it to that level. But he does think, kill... The Santa kills, and he does steal. I think that in his past, he had, you know, he had a good woman in his life. You know, Mrs. Claus, and something happened, and he left, and he went off, and that's when he just went off the deep end, and he kills and steals and rapes, and she, somewhere what? she's just like, "Oh, Christopher, what have so you?" So let me ask you this: Is this a historical book, or does this happen in some sort of post-apocalyptic? Oh shit, post-apocalyptic future. Here's yeah. why: Ice Age, because the because yeah. the North Pole melts, yeah, and he loses all of. Okay, yeah, even better, North Pole melts, yeah. He loses. Warming. He loses um, all of the. Okay, even yeah, this is even better. He, the, the polar ice caps melt. Yeah. He mm-hmm. loses his uh-huh. workshop and his yep. wife and all the elves yep. and all the reindeer. Yep. But 
he's not sailing alone. He finds he doesn't find elves because they're not elves. He finds but he finds people. little people because other pirate captains won't take yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So those become his new elves. Yes. Is that offensive to anyone? Yes, there you go. <laughs> it probably is. But 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 he doesn't treat them like they're less. Yeah. That's the thing. Everybody else treats them like they're less. No, he treats them the way that he treated his elves, and that was like, oh man, like and I fucking quite, love my And quite elves. practically two things. Number one, he goes, I know that you want to work hard. Like yeah. you, I know that you mm want to work hard because no one will take you. Yeah. And not only that, but practically I can fit more. Like I can have a bigger crew. Yes. And exactly. then that makes me a more dangerous foe to I Jack can... Frost, the person who melted yes. and created this world of water oh, for us. Other this is what water world should have been. Yes. Joss Whedon. I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. shit. Pirate Santa totally just got way more badass. Oh yeah. And but we have to have totally more, there can be more villains from him to fight. There can be other holiday figures that he battles. Oh my God. They just have to be in this post-apocalyptic water. It's like Mad Max on water. I think oh, that's man. how they, I bet you 20 bucks. That's how they pitch water world. Mad Probably, Max on water. But it did but this not is, deliver. This is Mad, Ma- Ma- Mad Max on water for the holiday season. For the holiday, <laughs> holiday season. season. Yeah. For all to enjoy. And there's, yeah, there's, there's Jack, there's Jack Frost, Captain Frost. Yeah. That's, that's who that is. Oh, man. Um, yes. And then... Captain Frost, that sounds great. I feel like there has to be a, like a pumpkin-headed jack-o'-lantern type guy at some point that he has to yeah. fight, or maybe he partners with. Not like... We're not going to rip off Jack Skellington, because yeah. that's the whole thing, but we're like a jack-o'-lantern, like, me, like almost like the Headless Horseman, but not yeah, yeah. the Headless Horseman. Oh, man. What if it was... Oh, the Headless Norseman. No. Um, oh, man. Oh, and he's Viking. just a Viking. <laughs> he's like he's a, a pumpkin Viking. He's a, he's a he's jack... Yeah, he's, he's a pumpkin Viking. Oh, man. Okay, we, we need to stop giving away all these oh, ideas. Shit. If you are interested in reading this comic or, or even seeing this as just like, a, I can write, we just write it. If you're interested in seeing this story yeah. in some form of media, please let us know. Hashtag, what do we call it? Hash, hashtag Whitebeard Yes on Twitter. I, just hashtag Whitebeard. Yeah. Hash, or no, ha, ha, yeah, hashtag, hashtag Whitebeard, whitebeard Yes. yes. <laughs> if you don't want to see if you like, this is the dumbest idea ever. Hashtag Whitebeard No. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, man. fucking Santa. I feel like I just hijacked. Speaking of pirating, I hijacked no. some sort of Christmas themes. Now, theme now I'm like all horny for that. I for that idea, dude. Like I'm 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 about it. All right, I'm down for I'm down for Captain. My Whitebeard. acorns on what? Captain Claus. My acorns on what? <laughs> Captain um, Whitebeard Claus. Oh man. Oh, and he got so like he's, he's 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 yeah. Like I was telling, like we were saying with Ryan oh, today. Shit. He's still Instead fat. of like a hook, he's, for a, he's still fat, but he's not fat. He's just barrel yeah. chested. Yeah, so he's yeah just no, big. he's like solid yeah like, he's solid yeah like he's a brick he's like he's like a heavy bag where it's he, like he doesn't circum- have a bowl full of jelly anymore no, no, no. and it no. has his belly it, 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 he's got a bowl full of lead like yeah. that's what oh, hell is. yeah oh, lead yeah. belly because his heart is, because his body is hardened oh, from all man. from all the from all the things he had to endure dude oh and also i mean if we if we want to get a little campy with it but it could still be fun he's missing a hand but it's just a giant candy cane hook coming out of it. That could happen or, at some point. Or it's an actual hook, but then he paints, paints it, it like a candy. Yeah. Oh shit, that could happen at some point. And then that he could absolutely oh, happen. At and some then point. and then like that's the thing. He boards a ship and he's like, "Where's the captain? I've got something sweet for him." And he holds up like the candy cane hook. <sighs> yeah, that'd be fucking badass. I'm trying to think of like more shit, um, or even like a candy cane colored sword. Um, yeah, absolutely. But it looks all ragged and fuck. Oh fuck, this guy's yeah. awesome. Um. Yeah, this would be fucking rad. He has like a like his gift sack. It's just like like powder bombs that he like throws. Or onto if the we other don't ship. use the idea of little people, he could also like find like see if there's any el- like he knows where the elves come from, so oh, he could okay. see if there's any more. I don't know. We'll t- we'll I like I like the idea of the little people. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. 
All least right. there, well, or maybe there's one little person who's like, I nobody will take me. And at like, the well, very least, at, at least the there's least. one representation, and it's done respectfully. Yeah, <laughs> Respe- <laughs> respectfully Respe- as we res- can. Respectfully yours, <laughs> Chewie and Ian, um, midget elves. I guess. <laughs> I don't like that term. They like little people. They like dwarves too. Yeah, little little dwarves, people. Little yeah. People. Um, so I mean, that's what they are. They're little people. Speaking of Santa. Yes. Speaking of Santa. So you know, last time we talked about the white elephant gift exchange, and you know, there's still a little bit of time to get some gifts. So we're not going to bust out the last minute gift ideas just yet. But um, we um, I I mean, something else that like you might do is. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm on a budget around Christmas. I always, I, I told that guy, I still haven't gone shopping for anybody. All of you guys. I told myself last year, <clears throat> oh, I like after Christmas, I'm like, th- that's it. 2016, I'm going to set aside a little bit of money every month. And that way I'll have like a nice little like reserve come the holidays. So that way I can, you know. Did you do it? Do, no, of course Me neither. <laughs> it was 2016. 2016 was just like, oh, I'm fucking here. I'm like, well, guess I'm spending Dude, my money. I, I can't wait till our last episode of the year when we can talk about all the celebrity deaths. <sighs> there was another one today. Yeah. You heard I got yeah. this? God damn. We just got to go through the, all the people who decided that fuck this world. Yeah, that's it. I'm out of here. Um, so um, I want to talk about another, you know, kind of Christmas time tradition and another thing that you can do. Um, maybe you're like, Hey, like the white elephant thing, like that seems kind of funny, but like whatever. Or maybe again, if, if you're like me, you're, you're on a bit of a budget and sometimes rather than being like, Oh, I got to get gifts for 20 people or whatever. Hey, what if 20 people got together and instead we're like, Hey, we're each going to get one person a gift. If you're familiar with this tradition, it's called a secret Santa. Yes. Secret Santas are great because you buy one gift instead of a bunch you are targeting one person, if even that. Targeting? <laughs> yeah. You're targeting one person for joy. I'm going to get you a fucking gift so hard. Uh, I'm going to shoot you with joy. I'm going to shoot, not like shoot you, comma, with, with joy. joy. Like, uh, it's a joy gun. And you know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Sure, buddy. Ian, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, um, I, I found this list uh, on mental floss of okay. um, the rules and origins of six gift exchanges. Um, oh, actually, no, this is not what I wanted to jump into just yet. What I run, what I w- wanted to talk about was um, speaking of Santa, we had um, w- we saw this video of this guy who was going around to like a, a mall Santa area, and he was essentially ruining Santa Claus and, and Christmas for a lot of little kids by just, um, he, he, you know, he positioned it with religious beliefs and stuff, which, which is fine. You can have religious beliefs and, and all that sort of stuff. But then, you know, he was, but you stri- don't go and he, push he, it in people's faces and make, and, and decide. I'm, I'm even going to let him say whatever he wants about his religion. That's fine. But um, he just then was saying like, oh, your parents are lying to you. Santa doesn't exist. Santa doesn't exist. Santa doesn't exist. Um, so, you know, that bummed a lot of people out. A lot of the parents in, in like in that video were like, hey, man, like stop it. Leave them alone. You know, like leave them alone, whatever, whatever. So we got to talking then about um, like when Santa was ruined or spoiled for us. Yeah. Um, so. Like, I thought it'd be kind of funny, maybe, I don't know, or interesting if we talked about, 
you know, some of the ways that we'd heard of or that we have experienced Santa being spoiled um, for us. So, Ian, when did you find out that Santa wasn't real and how how was that? My mother to this day will never look me in the eye. Still, I'm 28 years old. She will not look me in the eye and tell me Santa is not real. She really? refuses to do so. Really? So much so that when I was probably about maybe nine or ten, I think I looked at my dad and I went, Dad, is Santa real? And he came and just looked like, what do you think, idiot? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, that's what I thought. Like, and I think my dad might have been like, well, you know, it's, I think he might have done the traditional thing, yeah. which is, it's something that moms and dads say, you know, because uh, because it's fun. It gives some magic in the world for yeah. you. But now you're old. You don't get magic. You don't get magic. But I was like, anymore. but the Easter Bunny. And I think one kind of fell in. It, it was either that or. But I remember definitely having that kind of brief conversation with him. But I think I already thought that. But because I, I, I also the first the first time I can cognitively remember off the top of my head figuring out that one of those fake things wasn't real. Yeah, was when I had a uh, lost a tooth. Yeah, oh, and the tooth I fairy. was yeah, and there was like I wanted like I was like my mom's like oh do you want like money or what do you I was like I really want to that Harry Potter book and my mom was like oh okay well maybe the tooth fairy will be nice and maybe you'll get that instead of money or something and I remember like being half asleep yeah and then waking up but pretending I was asleep my mom was like yeah. is he asleep I don't know I don't want to lift his pillow let's just let's put it at the end of his bed. And then she put the book at the end and it didn't get touched. And I woke up next yeah. morning. I was like, the tooth fairy is not real. And then that eventually started going into, well, the tooth fairy is not real. What else isn't real? What else isn't real? What else are my parents what else lying to me about? about? But I remember thinking like Easter Bunny has to be bullshit. But I'm like, Santa, Santa's a guy. Santa's a man just like you and me. He has to be real, <laughs> real, real. I think real, for the tooth real, fairy, I, I maybe, if I was lucky, got a quarter let alone the hottest selling book. <laughs> it was it was on sale. I think it was like even a paperback copy. Anyway, it wasn't anything fancy. Whatever. I Halloween one, gift. I remember yeah, Halloween present. I remember one time I my I lost one tooth one day yeah. and then another one the next day. And yeah. my parents were like, God damn it. God Can't give them this fucking Stop kid. giving them candy. <laughs> Don't just give them like mush. I think the second one I might have forced to pull out. Yeah, you're like, like, oh, fuck gifts! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gifts! Ah, blood for gifts! Blood for the blood god! No. <laughs> I definitely remember pulling out like one of the back ones and like feeling the nerve crack like a whip. Oh, God, I remember that feeling so much. I hated that. Ugh. Yeah, because like, like the feeling front, it snap the like front a hot ones, dog skin. Yeah, but because it's not quite ready yeah, yet. Because yeah. you're just like trying to get it. So I'm yeah. just like, you just can't stay in the looseness. You're like, yeah, yeah. fuck, I don't want to feel like an old. I've man. done that before. Ugh, it's the worst. And then yeah. I take care of my adult teeth. Of course not. <laughs> not as well as I could. <laughs> You'll be pulling them out. Left pulling them right. out soon enough. They'll be falling out. Um, I'll be like, oh my god, they're loose. Please stay in. Please stay in. For me, I think I I, I learned. Um, that Santa wasn't real when um, I mean it was weird because there was I don't really recall as a child ever really being like oh man Santa's this guy that's gonna come here and whatever whatever you know what I mean like it, it was just like I, I don't know. Maybe you know my dad. Maybe it's the way he presented it or something. <laughs> but it was it was almost like there as, is no man who is coming here. There's only the man who comes if you're bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the old man. I, I am the man who comes here and gives you gifts. <laughs> I did it. Why would I want to give credit to yeah. someone who did nothing? Um, no, I I 
don't have like a distinct memory of like as a kid like Santa Claus is coming oh my god he's like I remember being like oh man it's almost Christmas Santa's coming but like when I went to bed it wasn't like like oh shit Santa this guy it was kind of like okay well I have to go to bed and Santa will come and leave a gift and that that will be the transaction it was very much (laughs) transactional there was no like magic like he's gonna be in our house I think it didn't occur to you to be like I could stay up and wait for him yeah like I did where I tried to set up the video camera when I asked my parents yeah. to sign, to, I asked my parents, I was like, <laughs> I want Santa to sign this piece of paper. Yeah. And I woke up next morning, it was like, so I was like a fucking one of those, you know, like free notepads you get yeah. from a real estate agent. Yeah. It was one of those. And I was like, sign your name. He wrote X and a lot. And I said, Santa Claus. And I was like, oh, he did it. And my mom, I was like, mom, he did it. She's like, what did he do? I'm like, he wrote his name. And I was like, she's like, oh, wow, he signed it. That's cool. And I remember going like, can we get like a safe or like a briefcase <laughs> with like egg patty? He's like, she's like, why? I'm like, cause we're going to be rich. Oh, we got man. Santa's signature. He, he fucking fell for it. <laughs> he fucking, fucking idiot. That he <laughs> exists. He wrote his name. No one else can write like Santa. Fucking idiot. I have fucking proof now. Now, if it, nowadays I'd be like, let's take it to Rick at the, at the pawn shop. Let's take it to the pawn. I'll shop. have to call in my uh, signature expert. Oh man, this is this is definitely could be Santa's handwriting. It could be. Uh, here's the thing: we have so many, so, so few samples of Santa's writing that this could be it could be worth nothing, this, or it could be worth everything. It, it's could be a, worth everything. <laughs> it's one of a, it's a one of a kind. How can you put a price on something that's one of a kind? You know that that's what it is. I'll offer you twenty five dollars for it. <laughs> I want to get the signature, but if I can get it for the right price. Trevor, what are you doing? Santa's not real. Oh, wait. What do you mean? What do you mean, old man? Santa's Santa's so real, old man. Wait a minute, man. So you got Santa's signature? Oh, (laughs) cool. Trevor, Santa Claus ain't real. What are you talking about, old man? His signature's right there. <laughs> His signature's right there. I'm, and then finally he realizes he's not going to get through to Chumley. Chumley thinks he's real, so he's just like, Chumley, tr- I, I'm gonna- I knew Santa Claus back in the service. He was fighting kamikazes with me. I, I'm going to dress up like Santa <laughs> to fool Chumley because he's so Chumley. dumb. <laughs> We went. We were in Vegas, and there was a line out the fucking yeah. door at that pawn shop. Yeah, we yeah. saw it. It was a fucking line out the door. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Santa. Santa. <laughs> so when the Santa was spoiled for you. Um. So okay, I think the interesting thing in in my case is, um, have I ever on the show talked about Latin Christmas? Yes. How it go, how it goes for a long time. Yeah, and basically it's you see like. Get together and start partying Christmas Eve, and you party into Christmas Day, so right. past midnight. Right. So it's and and the tradition, uh, at least for the kids, and most everyone does it or whatever, um, <clears throat> is oh, it's midnight. Everyone, you know, Merry Christmas, hugs and kisses. Let's open the gifts. Uh-huh. So we would open our gifts like at midnight. So I got spoiled in that sense that I like when when I remember having like my first like white friends that were like, you know, like we talked about like Christmas and stuff. Cause before then, you know, when I was young, it, you know, you, you don't see a friend or whatever until maybe like <clears throat> a couple days after Christmas. And right. you're just like, what'd you get for Christmas? You know? And like, 
boom, whatever. But then, you know, as you get older and you're talking and, you know, you're like hanging out more and stuff like that. And, you know, so I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing Christmas morning or whatever. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, what are you guys doing like tonight or like whatever, you know? And then, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, well, we're just going to have dinner and, you know, whatever. Go to, and go, go to bed because we got to get up early. I'm like, fucking get up early. What are you talking about? <laughs> You know, like, uh, well, that's when we open. What the fuck? You wait until 7 a.m. to open gifts? How do you Bitch, sleep? I've opened those gifts seven hours earlier. See, for me, it was that. See, and you've already destroyed it in our house. The magic of Christmas for me was coming out and coming downstairs mm. and seeing all the, all gifts, the gifts that weren't there magically. Yeah. They magically arrived overnight. There were a couple of times where my parents were asleep where I'd sneak down and look. I would never, I would never yeah. open them or shake them or do anything like that, but I just look at the shapes. And try yeah. to figure out what they were. <laughs> that's when my parents started trying to bamboozle me. But you've already spoiled that by putting it in. You you know that that's what I love because yeah. you know how much it irks me to know there's something there that I can't have. I know. I know that you're. And bi- so Chewy has a giant bag in our living room <laughs> that says Ian on it that is sitting next to the tree that I have not touched for two reasons. Number one, I'm trying to best him, and number two. Because I don't want to know if it's light or heavy. Because I don't know if it's a trick <laughs> th- or not. I thought you were gonna say. And number two, because I don't want to get stabbed. Well, <laughs> I don't want to lose my fingers. There's what are you watching when I'm not home? There's no elf on the shelf in the shit. I could do whatever there I want. But there's I could home un- security. I could yeah. unwrap it and wrap it back perfectly and pretend to be surprised. But I doubt it because but, I I have secured but a booby trap. But to make sure but, that I would know. But there's an ink bomb but in there. I know me well enough. To know that if you did that, you'd be like, "Hey, I'd be like, hey, I've <laughs> I uh, saw what's in the bag." Yeah, and I'll what? tell you this right now. Yeah, it's cool. We're cool. <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's cool. We're cool. Um, and you'd be like, "Go to your room." I'm like, "I'm an adult. Go to, to your room." room. Okay. okay, I'll bring you soup later. <laughs> Ian, my mom brought me Campbell's I'll soup t- and I'll crackers. Tell you this much. That's what I had for dinner that night. I had chicken noodle soup and crackers I, um, and a Capri Sun. I set up like uh, a prisoner. She it was saltine yes, crackers. Like a prisoner. She brought me soup and saltine crackers and a drink. I'm and it sure. was like, and it was on a tray. And she uh-huh. like she opened the door, placed it on the ground, and closed the door like a prisoner. Yeah. I mean, the food was definitely better than prison. I mean, yeah. I don't know. The prisoners eat Campbell's soup. I'm sure they get it by the by the truck full. Tell you what, go out there and commit a crime. I'm gonna find, find out. out. Um, I drove by San Quentin when I was up in San San Francisco. It's yeah, scary. I was all by myself. I was like, scary. "Oh man, if this was night, yeah. it's like this big like seaside yeah. prison complex. It's scary looking." Um, I've booby trapped your gift oh. so that if it is opened prematurely, without me deactivating the trigger device. It will ruin your gift. It will straight up destroy it in front of your eyes. Well, better be something I really want then. Uh, you'll be like, well, at least I'd know what it was before it was burned. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, like, the, there was that weird thing where, like, it was when I was really young. You know, it was like, oh yeah, San-, like it was like, well yeah, Santa's coming, but it wasn't like a, oh man, it was just like yeah, Santa comes, he leaves the gifts, and boom, whatever. That's but, his job. But like, I didn't. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm sounding just like a dumbass kid, you know, but I never like really sat down to think about like, like, well, you I just don't accepted this truth of the world because your father wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and the other thing too is I don't really remember like getting up in the morning and there being like new gifts or anything like that. And I would have opened all my gifts the night before or whatever. So it was just like a thing where like at some point. When I wasn't looking, like, 
there would be an additional gift or whatever it is from Santa, you know, in, in, in yeah. amongst all the gifts and stuff like that. Um, I, I guess like early on without thinking about it too much, I was of the mindset of like, Oh, well, Santa's like an idea, you know, like, or like not like a person. Um, so in a way you were a little wiser than the rest I, of I, us. I was, I was a very pragmatic and accepting child. I guess you, you were. Know. Um, Later on, I think my parents played into it a little bit more and, you know, they, they would, you'd open, I'd open all my gifts or whatever. And then the next morning, oh, hey, there's another gift under the tree. I think it's like <clears throat> when my dad got like in like better employment and stuff and it was like they could like get us more stuff. And like, you know, that's when like it went from me like, oh, cool, you got this toy to being like. Like, oh shit, there's a bike, you know, and that, that was like Santa, yeah. like, like the next morning. Cause it'd be like, oh, we that have just a- reminds me of your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> That's <We're-> my favorite, <laughs> my favorite story. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Like, thanks. You're eight years old. It's a fucking bike. Yeah. That's transportation. You yeah. should be fucking stoked right now. No, he wasn't stoked. Um, <laughs> so how old is he now? 13. I don't know. He's some age. Um, Teenager? I, I guess. I see. Um, so, yeah. So I, th- I think that's when it became more like, oh, Santa, you know, because I'd come out the next morning. Yeah. Shit, there's a bike or there's this or that. Um, and as I kind of got older, I think it just became one of those things um, where, like, they again, they would do stuff like that. And um, I, I remember when I really was like, huh, Santa Claus, huh? I did what my dad did. You know, where I was like, ah, uh, okay, yeah, right. I, I get, I see where you're doing here. Um, I don't remember if it was that my mom wrote all the gift tags and then my dad would only write the Santa ones or right. if it was that like, um, whatever there was that. But then like my grandma one time did a gift with Santa on it and, I was like, oh, there's two gifts from Santa. I'm like, awesome. And then I looked. And I'm like, how come he wrote his name differently in both these tags? How come they don't match? How come his handwriting is... And that's <laughs> Detective was, Chew. Yeah. <laughs> that's the case. It runs in the family. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Santa Claus, huh? <laughs> um, Summer Slam. <laughs> Sex Santa. <laughs> Sex Santa. Sex. Maybe I. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm misreading it. Maybe they're the same letters and my hmm. eyes are playing tricks on me. Maybe I Googled Santa and forgot about it. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I didn't. It couldn't be that my son. <laughs> it couldn't be that my father is lying to me about the existence of, <laughs> of a, Santa Claus. Of a white bearded man. A white man who breaks into our house. And we don't even have a chimney. Hmm. Huh. Uh, How does he get in? He he just is. <laughs> he just he um, always has been. The he eternal, comes up through the drains. The eternal one. Yeah, the eternal one has come. Um, so that was kind of how I did. I I heard. Oh man, a story that I heard though, and um, but but yeah, it was one of those things where there was never for me like a is Santa real, you know, moment or like a Santa's not real. It, it was just very much I think like internally like oh, okay. All right, so that's who Santa is. It was almost like I had finished reading a mystery novel. 
<laughs> and it was like, and the reveal is that Santa was your father. <laughs> you know, and Santa like, was dead the whole time. Uh, yeah, Santa was dead, but you know, his mantle was carried on. <laughs> um, so, you know, there wasn't a, like a traumatic, like Santa doesn't exist. There was just like a, oh, okay, well, I guess that's another truth of the world to accept and to move on with. Um, and to this day, I don't ever recall my parents ever telling me or my brother that Santa Claus does not exist. Yes, you just put it together. And But they also aren't like, Santa's definitely real. What are you talking about? They're just always like, oh, like, well, you know, maybe Santa will bring you something or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, and that, that was it, you know. Um, so, uh, but some of the other stories. How Santa know how to make an Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> some of the others. How do those elves know all that shit? They got coders up there? Yeah, they got coders. Come on, man. They, they have machines. <laughs> Santa scales. They're just they're just these robots that ELF is like the electro. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I gotta figure out an acronym for ELF. Uh, electronic, <laughs> electronic. Okay, electronic. What's the L stand for? Life like life. No, electronic. I don't know. I'll figure out it. But F has stand for factory. Factory. <laughs> it's Elf. That's who makes it. Electronic living factory. Yeah. There you go. That's who makes it. Elf. Elf. It's kind of like how the. Why did, um, I, why did I think electronic light factory was better than living? Because living crossed my brain. And I was like, nah, I dismissed that for light factory. Because you're thinking of electric <laughs> light <laughs> orchestra. <laughs> like you're thinking the fucking, of ELO. The fucking Main Street electrical print um, shit. The. Uh, and I mean, that remind, it's kind of like Otis, you know, the ele- the elevator guy. You don't know Otis? Every elevator is like, oh, this elevator is operated by Otis. And it's O-T-I-S, like as an acronym. No, I've never seen that. And it's... I'll have to look for it yeah. next time I'm in an elevator. Yeah. Just look for it. You'll see, you know, as an acronym, Otis. Um, so um, I, I one of the stories that I heard, though, was like someone be like, oh, I found out Santa Claus wasn't real because my friends came over and I was talking about Santa Claus and how I was excited. And then they said, Santa Claus isn't black. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm like, oh, that's devastating. It's because their dad dressed up like Santa yeah, one year. Dad and then like their Santa. friends were like, Santa isn't black. Yeah. Boom. It's like, there, there it is. Um, th- there was. I, an- see, I, for me, I don't feel like that would be the ultimate thing. And it's like, oh, that's my dad pretending to be Santa because real Santa isn't coming. Real Santa is busy, duh. No, no, he just hasn't come yet. Yeah, he's come on. My dad talks to Santa. How else do you think you know Santa? He's too busy for us black folks. Oh no! Oh no! no. Um, God, what were some of the other? I mean, like there was like some. There, there was something else too that was more like traumatic, also. But I, I can't remember what people were saying. Um, but what I did um, here was also some ways that people were trying to keep Santa alive. Yeah. You know, um, that that same person that was like that their friends told them like Santa's not black. Yeah. Um, for their kids later on, um, they, you know, they did Christmas morning and then they went outside and it's like, oh shit, what's that on the, they probably didn't tell their kid, oh shit, <laughs> but they're like, <laughs> oh, oh fuck, what's that on the roof, kids? <laughs> fuck! Um, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck! <laughs> <laughs> that's how you tell, that's how, that's how you tell Santa, you start cursing and screaming and pointing. <laughs> Kids, kids are getting out serious. 
saying it though is like in terror. <laughs> like so, like like there's a fucking monster up there. You have to sell it, man. You can't be like, oh fuck, what's that on the roof? It's gotta be like, oh fuck, what's that yeah. on the roof? Uh Oh fuck! Is that is that, is that reindeer? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, they they put a gift up on the roof, and like I think they they got like. Better not be my fucking Xbox. I don't want snow on that shit. <laughs> they did, like I, I think they even mentioned that they got like a horseshoe and did kind of like footprints and on they the put, roof like, or something like, like, like that. crumbled pieces of of like coal. And yeah, stuff and else. stuff like that. Um, also, like <laughs> terrified. What happened out here? <laughs> Oh, yeah. They said their dad would buy a very specific thing once a year. Yeah. Like various things throughout the years. He would buy it specifically. Oh, that, that was a different one, but yeah. No, no, no. This was, just, this was all the same person. This was all the same person. Really? Yeah. Because oh, okay. uh, it's it a friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, she, she did all that. And then the, the, top, the thing that would top it is Santa. They're like, why is it so messy in here? Like, why is there all this stuff here? Like, they put like the coal on the ground, all this stuff. Because the idea was Santa was in a hurry. Yeah. So, like, the, like there'd be a quick swig of milk, <clears throat> bite of a cookie, and then there'd be something in the house that's, that would, that her, their dad would purposely buy. So that so Santa that in Christmas, so that a year later, yeah. Santa could break it. Yeah, like can you like that's fucking dedication. That's genius, that's awesome. right there. Yeah, like that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna purposely buy something that is fragile. Yeah, and make it a big deal. Like, don't mess with this. I really, this is really important. Yeah, don't mess with it. Yeah, and then Santa will break that thing. Oh man, that'd be awesome. I think also because because then they would know in their heads. There's no way Dad is Santa because he would yeah. never break that thing he loves so much. Also, this this person <laughs> and it's gonna be a piece of shit. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna be anything good. You just pretend it's valuable. I guess eventually they'll catch on. Like, why does the thing that Dad keeps saying is valuable? But see, I won't for not, I won't stress importance on everything. Like just some things. Yeah, just some things. Well, here, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'll come out in the morning. Kids, wake the fuck up! <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Who broke this? We reverse burgled last night. Oh shit! Look at all the gifts he left. But he broke our shit. He was in our house. Oh my God! I could act like one of them's a bomb. Oh my God! That'd be awesome. An alarm clock. One of them ticks. <laughs> oh, it's a new watch for Dad. Um. Also, I think that person mentioned that their younger brother, their youngest brother, that was like, um, you know, like a good amount of years like younger than them um you know still for a while was like they did not know that santa wasn't real so they kept doing that stuff here was the side benefit was well santa if santa is real and santa is visiting the house well it'd be awfully rude of santa to only bring a gift to one of the kids (laughs) so So basically it was as long as that little, the youngest brother still like believed in Santa and thought that Santa was real, all the other people would continue getting gifts from Santa. That's right. You know, but then it was, I think it was an older brother eventually spoiled it for the younger one or something like that. And then it was like, well, now there's no more gifts from Santa, but it was just like, thanks asshole. It was the thing where it was like, as, as not the youngest, she had figured it out and like mentioned it. And they're just like, well, shut up. Don't tell your younger brother, you know? And it was like, well, don't worry, we'll make it worth your while. You'll still, you'll still get some gifts, you know, because we've got to keep up appearances. <laughs> um, but speaking of Santa, so secret Santa. So, oh well, yeah, I was just gonna talk about how some people, some other people, found out that Santa was not real. 
Oh, okay. I found this this wonderful, of course, BuzzFeed article. Yes, that's just a, a list of how people found out that uh, the, the 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 Santa wasn't real. Uh-huh. <clears throat> One person put laxatives in the cookies and milk, and then they found that their grandpa was on the toilet all day. <laughs> wow, that's fucking clever. I never thought of that to do that. Another person. Uh, my brother, who's 11 years older than me, broke the news to me on Christmas Day after I opened one of my presents, and he said, the Backstreet Boys, no one except mom would buy that shit for you. He was right. Oh. <laughs> Another person. My dad's secretary called me when I was 10 to have me clarify my list to Santa because my handwriting was messy. This pretty much cleared it up right there. Yeah, that would do it. <clears throat> My cousin Clark and I were jumping on a trampoline and I accidentally stepped on his toe. He was only five and I was eight. He was crying. So as payback, he looked up at me and screamed, Santa isn't real. (laughs) My heart devastated in that moment. It was around Christmas time. So it was seasonally appropriate. But I ran to my mom and immediately told her what he said. She tried to explain that he was lying. But I realized Clark was probably right, and I'm sorry I stepped on his toe. Oh, I'm not sorry I stepped on his toe now. Um, the Today Show ruined it for me. They ran a story about the, uh, what post offices do with the letters to Santa, because apparently they don't go to the North Pole. Thanks a lot, Matt Lauer. They just throw the. Honestly, you know what they do? They throw them away. Throw them away. <clears throat> that waste of penny. Or whatever it is, a penny. Yeah, that's how much it costs in the letter, a fucking penny. When I was in the fifth grade, my quote, friend, let's call her Jane, and a bunch of other girls found out that I still believed in Santa. So this this girl's in the fifth grade, and she still believed in Santa. So she's holding out. I I was holding out for quite a while. So I think I figured it out, but I'm like, if I stop talking, I won't. If I start telling them for sure that I don't believe this, they're not going to give me gifts. um, That's why I just let my mom have her thing. I'm like, you want to keep this going, woman? Go for it. Her so-called friend. I'll tell you if I get a gift from Santa this year. I'll let you know. Her so-called friend uh, and and their friends um, found out that she still believed in Santa. So Jane got them to leave me letters, quote, from Santa Claus in my desk, which I assumed were real. Jane also got them to tell me that they were all secretly Santa's elves. And I believed them because why would my friends lie to me like that? This was all great because when I found out that they were tricking me, I simultaneously got to learn that my friends were all dicks and Santa Claus wasn't real. Wow. My mom, this is another one. My mom sat down, uh, sat down with me on my bed when I was definitely too old to still believe in Santa. I want to say that I was in fourth grade and she straight up just broke the news when she left. I cried a lot and wrote in my journal about how I would never do something so cruel to my kids. (laughs) When I was eight on Christmas Eve in 1986, I was reading the front page of the Houston Chronicle and saw the headline, how long should you let your children believe in Santa? (laughs) I asked my father if he'd been lying to me and he smirked and the jig was up. I was looking for my cat under my parents' bed and found Santa's, quote, special wrapping paper. I had been in denial that Santa's handwriting looked like my mom's for years. When I was around eight, I started getting suspicious about things. I thought that if I left a letter to Santa on the kitchen table asking for his autograph, 
This would most definitely prove whether or not he existed. See? Lo and behold, the next morning, Santa's John Hancock was right there on the paper I'd left out for all to see. I was super pumped and brought it around to show all my relatives during Christmas dinner. A few months later, something just clicked in my brain. I guess I, uh, I, guess I asked my mom if she had left the signature in December. Um, wait, what? Oh, I asked my mom if she had left the signature in December. I think uh, she was relieved that I was finally wising up and wouldn't be the last kid in school to believe in Santa. She admitted that it was her. Uh, I wasn't totally shocked by the news, but I was still kind of sad for a few hours. Fucking idiot. He could have had that money. Yeah. Sweet Santa money. One year for Christmas, I got a camcorder from Santa. Okay. Another similar situation. A while later, (coughs) I popped in one of the tapes that came with it and found footage of my parents' bedroom from November. Turns out they tested it to see if it worked. So after a while, I finally confronted them about it. And I think they were actually surprised that I still thought Santa was real. That could have gone really wrong because it could have been like, Let's make a fucking porno with this thing. <laughs> like, what if, we'll what if that the, was we'll it? Keep the tape. Like, what if that was it? Like, what if that was the the test footage and they <laughs> forgot to take the tape yeah, out or something oh, like shit. that? Merry fucking Christmas, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, in the moment, in the act, the dad's like plowing the wife or whatever, oh, and then God. he looks at the camera. And he's like, "Merry Christmas, chant." <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> Let's see. When I was like. Five or six, I realized that the wrapping paper we were given on Christmas morning was the exact same stuff my mom bought. And I asked why, and without a beat, my mom was like, oh, the night of the 23rd, the elves come down and get our wrapping paper, or something to that effect. That was sufficient for a while. I was in the fifth grade, and I bought, uh, I'm sorry, and I brought a game I got for Christmas uh, to school. My so-called friend wanted to know where I got it from, so I told her I got it for Christmas. So I don't know. I, so I don't know where. Then she told me to ask my parents. I kept saying Santa gave it to me, and when I walked back to my desk, the answer obviously wasn't good enough for her. She shouted, "Santa isn't real, Randy. Now tell me where you got it." <laughs> God, what a bitch! I was so mad at her for ruining Christmas for me. <clears throat> when I was younger, I searched quote Santa. On Wikipedia. Oh, see, now it's so easy to get And ruined. the first paragraph stated that he was a fictional figure. At least Wikipedia edited the content to make it seem more authentic. <laughs> I was in the fifth grade. While I had my doubts about Santa, I always tried to maintain uh, positive uh, proof. I'm sorry. I always tried to maintain positive of his existence due to my father saying, if you don't believe, you don't receive. God damn it. I'm one of those presents. I fell apart. That's that's some good advice for getting ladies too. There you go. <laughs> if you don't, oh, man, I hope I get. Uh, I'm never gonna get a blood up. Hey, if you don't believe, believe you don't won't receive. receive. It all fell apart when my teacher decided to tell us quote uh, a funny story uh, with scientific facts that outlined how it would be physically impossible for anyone to travel around the world in 24 hours. <laughs> my teacher explicitly stated that Santa would die if he traveled the necessary <laughs> speed to complete such a feat. <laughs> I was so upset oh when I found God. out that I decided to ruin it for my cousin who was oh, four years younger because be- I that's thought the, that's the fucking best. it was wrong for him to be lied to and I guess I also wanted someone to feel the same misery. I felt. <laughs> <laughs> he would die if he could do it. <clears throat> 
One year, my older sister got this mini blow-up couch that was large enough for two small kids to sit on. After we opened presents, we went to my grandma's house. I was sitting on the stairs where I could hear the grown-ups talking uh, but couldn't be seen. I heard my mom say, that stupid couch took me like three hours to blow up. That's when it really hit me, and I started to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Remember inflatable furniture? Yes. Finally. I was the oldest of four brothers. When I was seven, my youngest brother, who was almost two, got hit by a car and spent Christmas and his birthday in the hospital that year. Mom stayed with him. Dad wrote notes uh, on the rest of our stockings that year. I recognized the handwriting, but kept up the charade for years for my brother's sakes. Uh, This is a sad one. He recently asked me why I never said anything when we were younger. I responded, it's called being a big brother. Oh, God, that last one got me. I've never been that good of a brother. <laughs> you tell your brother, fucking Santa's a Santa's because of you, Santa's. <laughs> the Santa is not real anymore. Because of you, I found out Santa wasn't real. You spoiled you everything. You ruined Christmas what for me. a good me. older brother. Um, all right, so now that we know... So that now that we know how Christmases get ruined and stuff like that, now we know anybody could be Santa. Why not you? Be a secret Santa. So... Here's, here's a little bit of um, just some rules and origins of six gift exchanges. Uh, we talked about the white elephant gift swap, so I'm not going to talk about that one. Yankee swap. Um, you may have seen it in the office. Basically, it's similar to the white elephant, um, but it's, um, diff- it's a, a little bit different. Basically, um, what you can do, uh, like the bit... The bit that's different, or that ah, that's different between Yankee Swap and White Elephant is um, it's based on its purported origin. The gifts one brings to a Yankee Swap should be more quote useful than uh, what you would bring to a White Elephant. So the origin actually comes from um, the gift swap. Um, it, from I, I can't talk. The name of this gift swap is most often associated with the prisoner swaps that took place during the Civil War. The term is more popular in, though not exclusive to, New England. Dirty Santa. How it works. Similar to White Elephant and Yankee Swap, typically uh, the rules encourage multiple rounds of stealing. Uh, The origin is that it's called dirty because of all the stealing. So, of course, it's a popular gift swap uh, activity particularly in the southern states. <clears throat> Secret Santa. So this is the one we were kind of talking about. So with this one, uh, basically uh, there's lots of rules that you can find here and there. But in general, a group of about six participants or more will draw each other's names out of a hat without revealing who drew whom. Uh, each must get their assigned giftee a present and give it to them secretly. It can happen in one round or over several days. Once everyone has opened their gifts, they usually must guess who their secret Santa was. <clears throat> the origin. The gift swap, uh, this gift swap is considered one of the most popular gift exchanges in the Western world. Its exact origins are murky, but clearly derived from a jolly portly man who allegedly flies around the world, you know, Santa Claus. But he couldn't because he died. He would die if he did. <laughs> he would become liquid. The death of Santa Claus. Um, <clears throat> Perhaps. Perhaps the most high-profile secret Santa in modern times was uh, philanthropist Larry Dean Stewart, who founded the Society of Secret Santas 
and handed out $100 bills to people on the streets of Kansas City anonymously for 26 years. Like, what a fucking dude. What a fucking stand-up dude. I agree. I you agree? He's a stand-up, a stand-up gentleman for anonymously handing that out. <laughs> um, in a digital twist, Re- uh, Reddit holds the Guinness World Record for the largest secret Santa swap ever with over 85,000 participants. Jesus. So variations would be a prop, a popular variation on the theme of Secret Santa is the um, I'm going to talk about this later, so I'm not going to I'm not going to mention it right <gasps> now. <clears throat> Another one is the uh, Pollyanna swap, works just like Secret Santa, but not exclusively relegated to Christmas time. The origin is uh, Pollyannas are really popular in the south uh, south of Jersey, uh, Philly. Eastern Pennsylvania area. The namesake is thought to be related to themes of uh, derived from Eleanor Eleanor H. Porter's novel of the same name, particularly the famous part where the lead character Pollyanna gets a pair of crutches instead of a doll for Christmas and the quote glad game. She, um, she teaches everyone in the States uh, that states there's no gift that there is no gift anyone should ever be displeased about receiving. And finally, the cobweb party. How does it work? So this isn't so much a swap as it is a party game, but it does involve gift giving and is often suggested in lifestyle publications as a means of swapping gifts. The way it works is... um, the way it works is strings of yarn are attached to each uh, gift and woven around the room for the gift seekers uh, to follow uh, entrapment style to find their gifts. Um, so the cobweb parties or socials uh, were apparently all the rage in Victorian England um, where there was never a shortage of interesting creative ways to give gifts. So basically imagine if like I got your gift Somewhere or whatever, and I had like a hundred yards of yarn, maybe even more. And then I just traced it throughout the house, like around all this sort of stuff. And then, you know, I gave you the end and I'm like, find your gift. That would be wonderful. That'd I be- would love, honestly. It'd be, fu- I- it'd be fun, but like, you know, man, be- it would take forever. You know, it'd be really fun. What? Like a treasure hunt of my present. That would make me so happy. I can send you Remember, a treasure hunt for your present. Go out of your room. Turn left. Walk to the tree. There find it is. the gift with your name on it. There Open it is. It. Open it. For my birthday, I want you to, whatever my gift is, I don't care how small it is, I want the gift, I want the, the road to the gift to be some sort of maze or puzzle I have to solve. All right. That's my gift. That's my request. All right. My 29th birthday. My last birthday of my, my 20s, my youth. Your last birthday of fun. After yeah. that, it's business. It's all briefcases and 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 signing documents. Yeah, that's what, that. what do you think? What do you think you're getting? Briefcase full of documents. I would a actu- will a briefcase with a will inside. I would of it. actually be greatly appreciative of that. That's how I know. That's how you yeah. know you're almost thirty. I'm almost thirty. <clears throat> all right, so great. You know, fun, fun times, fun little variances there that you can do. Save a little bit of money by being like, hey, let's. Let's just get one gift or whatever. You know, you, you do that whole thing. Um, <clears throat> so the other variation of Secret Santa is um, it's called Conspiracy Santa. Oh, shit. All right. There you go. I knew, I knew, I knew that would make you, that would hook you like Santa's hook. <laughs> Whitebeard's hook. Oh, Whitebeard. 
Um, so let let's here's here's the the very short version of it. Um, we were seeking. This is on Zapier.com actually. Um, so it's it's a blog post they have. Uh, we were seeking an alternative to Secret Santa and came up with Conspiracy Santa, a game in which an entire team works together to quote conspire to get a gift for one teammate. Hmm. So I'm going to kind of try to remove some of the color commentary here and just talk about how it works. So um, the inspiration is Secret Santa. Well, you know, rather than just getting a bunch of people things, you can go ahead and get one person something as a secret. Um, they talk about their specific thing and where they work, and they're like, we're, we're a remote team. However, Secret Santa turns out to be tricky um, because of this. We're often hundreds or thousands of miles away from each other, making it difficult to pick up on important little personal clues that inform solid gift giving. So you're left to choose a gift for another teammate all on your own, emphasizing a solitary aspect for everyone involved, uh, not at all in the spirit of the event. For those reasons, we don't want to do your vanilla secret Santa. So the experiment, secret uh, conspiracy Santa. We specifically look for a way to involve everyone when deciding each team member's gifts. So we came up with Conspiracy Santa to do that. Um, it's a twist on Secret Santa where instead of an individual, an entire group works together to get a gift for someone. That means a team of 10 or 9 people, or that means a team of, for a team of 10, 9 people are in a secret email thread that discusses gift ideas for the one person left out of the thread. After a couple dozen emails, the gift is decided. Someone purchases it and uh, before long, the team gift uh, opening party is held. So this is how they did it. To properly get Conspiracy Santa started, we, hid, uh, we hit an obstacle. One of us couldn't be solely responsible for sending out the initial email. In order for all of this to work, someone needed to always be left out of the email thread, including the organizer. So the first option was to split the responsibility between two of us, but that sounded like an unneeded complexity. Instead, I opted for spinning up an email script. Uh, so they, they talk about kind of doing like there's this app. There's a standalone Conspiracy Santa email generator app. That sent out the kickoff email to everyone on the team um, and it, with a unique subject line. So the kickoff email read, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to select the most awesome gift for Danny. The details of the mission are simple. Reply all to share information or cool stories about Danny synthesize information based uh, I'm sorry synthesize information and begin discussion of awesome gift ideas gift ideas should fall under the following uh, relevant to their interests thoughtful or meaningful funny or cutesy or just plain cool some value of gifts shouldn't be more than whatever amount in this case they did a hundred dollars um, so there's a hundred dollars split across nine people <clears throat> Once a consensus is met, a founder will arrange to get the said gifts. Be careful not to leak the information to Danny. Check which thread you're replying to, and uh, and the two BC, I'm sorry, the two CC and BCC addresses before sending. Um, so they just started by being like, "Hey, 
I'm going to go ahead and put some information that I know about Danny. Things I know about Danny has a long-term significant other. Went to a Creighton University. Creighton, is that how to say it? Creighton? Creighton University? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, might like basketball slash sports. I recall hearing him talk up uh, college basketball before. Likes to exercise. So everyone just kind of starts chipping in little tiny bits and pieces that they know about someone. And um, eventually, you know, you figure out like what you're going to do and, and how, you know, how to do it. So what works about the secrets uh, about the conspiracy Santa? The days following the gift opening, we were talking about the fun we all had with Conspiracy Santa and how we're looking forward to this, uh, doing it this year. We're definitely doing it again. Here's why. It's collaborative. Everyone gets involved with gift ideas coming from all over the place. It's insightful. You learn a lot more about your teammates or the people you're, you're doing this with. It's rewarding. You play a part in everyone's gift and you yourself receive a meaningful gift in the end. And... Finally, people receive awesome gifts. Seriously, everyone enjoy their gifts. What didn't work? So, people received people who received non-physical gifts, like concert tickets via email, couldn't participate in the package opening. So this year, we're placing orders for those farther out so we can wrap them up for the present opening. So sometimes, like, oh yeah, Amazon credit or whatever. That's cool, but <laughs> can't wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, unless you get the, the card and, yeah. <clears throat> Email threads become dangerously complicated. Sometimes you might post in the wrong thread. We're going uh, to be sure to keep reminding one another to double-check the subject line of the thread before pressing send. Um, clearly, you want to watch that because otherwise you're responding to like, oh, yeah, I think Ian would really like this, and I sent it to Ian. That would suck. And finally, do they already have that gift? Um, just like with anything else, you know, like we went digging for the significant other details to ask this question. But um, yeah, sometimes that's kind of tough if you don't know for sure that someone already has, you know, that particular gift. So um, yeah, so I, I think that's kind of a cool thing. So I, if you're interested, um, <clears throat> You can go ahead and check out uh, conspiracysanta.com to kick off the email threads for you. So that way not one person has to, you know, do it. Um, conspiracysanta.com. So it, it sounds like that's going to be a pretty cool thing in general if you've got a lot of people involved uh, or if you're not around all the people that you want to do this with. Maybe it's, you know, coworkers that work remotely or people you haven't seen in a while, you know, things like that. It might be a great way to kind of reconnect for that sort of thing. That is pretty cool. So to round it out here, Ian, I want to talk about a gift that you can give someone. Herpes? (laughs) I mean, I guess that's a gift in a way. Keeps on giving. Forever and ever. What, um, what makes a good gift, Ian? thoughtfulness thoughtfulness i think utility also like if it's something that you could use that's always a solid gift something that plays to your interests something you know that person's gonna it's gonna you know like when you give it to them they're gonna feel something one way or another ian pornhub is added again oh they have a new christmas ad oh boy So, 
They have a Christmas ad that can inspire a lump in the throat and a bump in the trousers. So let's go ahead and uh, take a look and listen to it and check it out. By the way, this is a safe for work commercial. Uh, It's called Lonely Night. All right, here we go. fantastic it was almost sweet and have yourself a horny little christmas it was almost okay so here's what happened in that advertisement it was a bunch of people in places all alone whether it be their home by a computer sitting coming waiting for work, a train coming home from work closing up the shop and all of a sudden santa they're all looking sad then santa claus flies over their 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 apartments or wherever they're yeah. at, and there's all these windows, these screw these windows in this building start to light up. All these screens start lighting up. It's because Santa's emailed them the gift of Pornhub, and they all look so happy. At first, you're thinking like these people aren't lonely anymore; they have porn. But then you're like, then she goes, "Silent night, horny night." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah you had me until the horny part." Then I'm like, "Oh, a little too on the nose on that one," but. That's pretty fucking good I, ad. I will say this. They I don't ste- know if it's as good as last year's ad. But they stepped it up in some ways. Oh, yeah. The other one was very sweet and touching in a way. Um, it was the... Always the, touching. As, as, a, as a reminder, it was the... Um, it, it was like a, an older guy. Um, he just looked like kind of grumpy all the time and just kind of like bummed out and like it has this like younger like probably his grandson that's like sees him and then just he gives him the gift of uh Pornhub premium um and it's like oh he's not lonely anymore and he's happy and whatever I received that we received that gift last year and it was it was yeah. it was a worthy month of Pornhub premium it was a worthy month definitely um <laughs> I learned a lot about Chewy <clears throat> that I didn't know yeah, well, he learned nothing about me because I deleted my view history <laughs> I really don't give a shit <laughs> and you know what good for you sir um so the but you know what? It gave me some additional gift ideas. <laughs> so, um, what does Chewy enjoy? Hmm. Mm, Anal okay. gangbangs. Huh? There you go. Actually, that wasn't, that wasn't one of them. That wasn't one of them. At least I don't think it was. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and so there's a whole like, oh, like the, the kid like didn't want yeah. his grandpa to be sad because presumably I He's, think it was, it, it was kind of like 
the implication was that like grandma was dead, you know, and he yeah. was like lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but on this one though, <clears throat> they showed a lot of different people and not only just different people, like, but like different types of people. It was men, it was women, it was young, it was old, it was different races. Yep. Um, in just all sorts of different scenarios. <laughs> and each of them received the gift of oh, porn. porn and each of them were happy about it. And I thought that was kind of cool. You know, that it was like, oh, it's not just for dudes and it's not just for old people. Like, it's for everyone. And yep. so there's something for everyone there. And, um, you know, I it, it's the season of giving. It is. You know, that's what it is. It's, it's have yourself a horny little Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, Chewie, what have we learned tonight? Uh, we learned <laughs> that children, your so-called friends can be so cruel we and crush have. your dreams. We've learned that speaking of dreams, some men have dreams that will inspire others to build on those dreams and then they'll get mad and compare them to slavery. <laughs> We've also learned that dreams such as Santa as a pirate can really fucking work if yeah. you really think it out. You really believe hard enough. And we've also learned that this is the season of gift giving. Yeah. Whether it be whether it be through the gift of the gift of secrecy and yeah. hiding a gift yeah. and and having someone follow a string to get it or collaborating together to buy the perfect gift or Colluding, even giving the perfect gift to all, which is the gift of another wonderful year or month or however long the gift card is of porn from Pornhub. Now, this is not brought to you by, brought to you by Pornhub, but we are big fans. Yeah, and if you want to give us some, some if, you like, you, if you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, send it to yeah, stuff hey, and things network. At yeah, gmail. at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> also Pornhub just like send us a check like we're we're well, down, we're down with money. Too, or you so. just give us premium <clears throat> subscription we're good with premium that too. for life. There you premium go. Premium for life. Um yeah, so I think uh, if if I'm if I'm reading this Christmas tag correctly, my name is Chewy. And uh, if I'm reading this one correctly, it says I'm Ian, but there's something written on the back. Next time is our holiday gifts exchange. <gasps> oh my it means God. Chewy and I have to buy secret gifts for each other and sex change them on the show. Shit, I <laughs> forgot next about time. that. Well, okay. you have a week. <laughs> I got a week. I got my work cut out for It's me. okay. It doesn't have to be anything big. Last year, he gave me the gift of, oh, he gave us the gift of Pornhub Premium. But there you go. if he repeats himself, I'll be mad. Yeah. Well, Actually, no, I won't be mad we'll, for about eight we'll seconds. See. Be like, again? Awesome. awesome. <laughs> so join Fucking us next sweet. time for our special, even though I know we've been talking about it all month, join us next time for our holiday gifts exchange, yeah. our, holiday, our annual holiday episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Cromdar. Save us, draws us Christ from our horrible, horrible sins. And as always, keep that face, because you never know. You just absolutely never know when someone is going to just, like... I don't know. Look at you? They're just going to look at you straight in the face and be like, Santa's not fucking real. Santa's dead. Santa will melt. No! (laughs) He travels (laughs) so fast. Uh, Bye, everybody. This is tough. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.